Welcome to the podcast of St. Basil the Great Catholic Church in Brecksville, Ohio, with homilies, talks, and interviews relevant to your Catholic faith. God bless you and enjoy. Today as a church, we celebrate Good Shepherd Sunday, where we just heard in the gospel, Jesus said, my sheep hear my voice. The idea being that we as followers recognize his voice at work in our conscience, through different situations, and above all through the church, calling us to greatness, to never settle, but to become truly great no matter the cost. As a country, today we also celebrate Mother's Day. And so today I'd like to ponder motherhood, as well as some current topics involving motherhood that we're experiencing. First, there are numerous experiences of motherhood. Some of you have had a great mom. Some of you had difficulties with your mom. Some long to be a mom, and some, and for some, being a mom is the best thing ever. And for some, being a mom has been or is currently a real struggle. There are also different kinds of motherhood. There are spiritual mothers who walk with us, bringing the beauty and gift of femininity into our lives to help us grow and become the men and women God created us to be. Spiritual mothers may be biologically younger than us, but still love with the compassion, wisdom, and self-giving that are typical of motherhood. And all of this is to help us grow closer to Jesus. There are adoptive mothers who may have not known the joys of carrying a child in the womb, but have welcomed a child as their own with the sacrificial love typical of any good mother. But probably the most recognized notion of motherhood is biological motherhood. This kind of motherhood is very special and due to its prevalence can oftentimes be taken for granted or its glory can be diminished. And so I'd like to spend a little time pondering the gift and beauty of this kind of motherhood. Each woman's body speaks of being for another. Literally, a woman's whole creation, from brain structure to the rest of her body, is made for relationship. A woman's body is created in such a way as to welcome life, house life at its most vulnerable stages, and to sustain that life. For around nine months, a baby is cared for, nourished, and grows under the steady, beating heart of the mom who has sacrificed herself for this child to have life in her womb, to grow and to one day live with the hope of a life of meaning, beauty, and that child will eventually share in the infinite love of God. Once born, again only through the courageous and sacrificial love of the birthing process, the mom nourishes the child with her breasts, basically keeping this child alive, and with her voice and the comfort of her body, helps this child to grow and develop, especially at these early stages. As time goes on, the mom, with the help of dad, will encourage, teach, form, challenge, and help this unrepeatable child grow and discover their identity in the love of Christ and the church. And with the support of mom's warm care, this child one day will give their own yes to God and fulfill the destiny God has for them. Yes, a mom, in a very particular way, is told to embody the tender, supportive, life-giving, and sacrificial nature of our God so that we can trust the goodness of His love. 
In short, moms are pretty great. All of these reflections were on my mind and heart as this week as a country, a rough draft of a Supreme Court decision regarding abortion was leaked. Let me say immediately before you freak out that I am not comfortable talking about this on Mother's Day. I wish I didn't have to, but I believe in God's timing and providence. And I think there's no coincidence that on every news channel and on every politician's lips this week were this topic of motherhood, abortion, and here we are celebrating Mother's Day. I also feel that if I want to be like the good shepherd, I need to follow the promptings of God and ensure that you hear the church's voice, not solely news channels and politicians talking on the topic of abortion. Why? Because the church too is a mom, traditionally called Holy Mother Church. And I think, and I believe, her voice is needed now on this topic more than any other time before. But perhaps for different reasons than you're presuming. So if you'd be so kind as to hear me out. In case you don't know, let me recap what happened. A rough draft, not a final decree, was leaked from the U.S. Supreme Court indicating a possible overturning of abortion being protected on the federal level and moving the legal issue of abortion back to the state level where it originally resided. The reasoning indicated for this change does not speak of women's rights or even the morality of abortion but simply points to inaccurate legal reasoning used by the Supreme Court at the time of the well-known case of Roe v. Wade. This faulty reasoning is what is indicated for the change. And if made right by a one-day final draft, because this was only a roughed draft, this would move the issue of the legality of abortion to state level so as to be decided by elected representatives of the people rather than decided by appointed judges in the Supreme Court, hence more accurately embodying the Constitution of the United States. Very dry and boring for Mother's Day, but we needed to know what was going on. Okay, so what does the church have to say? Well, this week, many people for and against abortion have been heard from on every channel, on every blog, and in most papers. As a priest, I more often hear of the pro-life side of things. And there's a kind of celebration happening. After all, the killing of innocent human life in the womb is a terrible reality that has gone on for too long. And giving the people a voice in the matter can certainly be a move to help make our culture be one that honors the sacredness of every human life, especially the unborn. However, simply celebrating a possible moral victory is not the fullness of the church. Remember I said the church is a mom and her voice is needed now more than ever because while standing up against the grave evil of abortion, we can oftentimes leave behind the full face of Jesus, which is one of tender mercy. The church, like a good mom, wants all her children to come around the table for a meal and to become fully alive no matter their past. That is why the church takes great delight in reminding the whole country that Jesus really does forgive and that no sin, not even abortion, is stronger or bigger than his love and grace. The church, like a good mom, with a warm smile and open arms, 
says, if you want to repent and let Jesus transform you, then you belong here. We welcome you, and we can't wait to have you with us. This is the true church. This is not Father Ryan Mann. This is the true church. Here are the words of a pope. This is a pope speaking. I would like to say a special word to women who have had abortion. The church is aware of many factors which may have influenced your decision. And she does not doubt that in many cases it was painful, even shattering. The wound in your heart may not yet have healed. Certainly what happened was and remains terribly wrong. But do not give in to discouragement. Do not lose hope. Try rather to understand what happened and face it honestly. If you've not already done so, give yourselves over with humility to repentance. The Father of mercies is ready to give you forgiveness and his peace in the sacrament of reconciliation. To the same Father and his mercy, you can with sure hope entrust your child. With the friendly and expert help and advice of other people, and as a result of your own painful experience, you can become among the most eloquent defenders of everyone's right to life. End quote. A Pope showing that the church speaks into this issue not as a politician, not as I'm right, you're wrong, but with care, reminding us, yes, of the gravity of the choice, that this is a moral evil that can never bring the woman the deep joy and peace that she hopes for because it does not lead to the infinite love of God. But also, this Pope reminds us of the lavish mercy and healing power of Jesus that we're meant to speak of often and embody for the world. Sin wounds us, but never defines us. And no sin has to determine our future. God gave us Jesus to heal us and set us free to reach the heights of moral and spiritual greatness. May we never water that down. This is what our culture needs. Truth and love. Power and tenderness. Morals and mercy. In a word, Jesus. Mercy is the voice of Jesus, and it therefore must be the voice of the church, you and me. Mercy sees someone in pain and offers a heartfelt care and healing. But true mercy also sees the cause of the pain and does everything it can to ensure that this person and others don't get hurt in that same way again. And the, so the church, out of her love of Jesus, mercy himself, and the church acting like a true mom speaks up on the issue of abortion, not to be political or affirm any particular news agency. We really don't care but to protect others from this wound and to heal those already hurting. To remind us all that the greatness of human life can be seen when we act like God. A God who comes close to us in Jesus and gives life to others by sacrificing his own on the cross. On this Mother's Day, I thank every mom for their witness of sacrificial love. I can never know how hard it is and all that goes with it. But I know we need you, and your role in the church and society is incredibly important. And so we entrust each of you this day 
and each woman in our country, no matter their story, beliefs, wounds, or needs, to the perfect mom, asking Mary, our blessed mother, to remind you and them of your greatness and to help us all to be open to the gift of life, especially to the life that comes to us through the Eucharist, Jesus Christ. And so if you join me in praying for our moms and all women, let us offer a Hail Mary together. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Happy Mother's Day. We hope you enjoyed this audio from our parish. You can find other homilies, talks, and interviews at our website, basilthegreat.org, or by subscribing to this podcast in your favorite app. Just search for St. Basil Catholic Church Brexville. St. Basil the Great, pray for us.